On the Tech Talk for Accountants show, Andrew Lassis shares helpful tips for accountants and the technology issues they face. Join Andrew and his occasional guests on our weekly episodes. Hello, accountants and everyone listening to the Tech Talk for Accountants show podcast. Do appreciate you listening. This is episode 11. Uh, quick note, Andrew Lassis and his guests will be back before we know it. Uh, shouldn't be too long here. Uh, the next episode's coming up. Um, you'll hear him again interviewing experts from around the industry. And of course, if you have any guest recommendations, feel free to let us know um, by sending us an email on our website, rushtech.online forward slash contact. Today, let's talk about how likely is a vishing attack to happen to me. So that's also an article that's published on the blog, rushtech.online forward slash vishing, V-I-S-H-I-N-G hyphen attacks. Um, Vishing attacks, unfortunately, are on the rise, according to federal officials, and can cause real harm to people and businesses. This article and podcast from your team at Rush Tech Support is sharing the latest and offers tips. Vishing attacks are very similar to phishing scam attacks. So we blogged about that recently in episode six is the episode where Andrew Lassis talks about that topic. So if you want to go back wherever you listen to podcasts, it, this show is available on Google, Apple, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, etc., etc. Um, you can listen to that episode. It's also available on rushtech.online forward slash podcast. Um, but obviously those attacks, they try to do people into turning over personal information through a fake but realistic sounding and looking phone call. The V in phishing stands for voice, as in somebody, could be a person, or a robotic voice calling you. Sometimes it's a system, sometimes it's a person. So how do phishing attacks work? Phishing attacks often spoof phone numbers. So that means they make it look like it's a legit looking phone number. For example, our marketing team once received a phone call, apparently from the court in Chicago, claiming there was an open claim. The call came after hours and displayed the actual phone number of the court. Even calling the number back got us to the actual courthouse and its voice message. After all, it was after all it was after 5 p.m., so they were closed. The numbers in phishing attacks look real, but the callers aren't. They're trying to scam you. Since it's after hours, you can't even verify right then whether or not you actually have to address something. The scammers, of course, build on that urgency and potential fear. Next. They usually ask you for some type of personal information. As we always say, don't turn over personal information over the phone or after you clicked on a link from somebody in a phishing attempt, vishing and phishing. Um, the same setup, unfortunately, is now trending up in the United States with so many people working remotely due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And that's according to federal officials. And if you go to our website, there is a link to their news release, um, which came 
from the FBI and the CISA, that's the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, and they release, you can read the whole thing, um, excerpts are on the website as well. At Rush Tech Support, we focus on your compliant IT so you can focus on accounting. Call us now at 844-881-7874. That number again is 844-881-7874. Or email us at support at rushtechsupport.com to work with us. We specialize in tech support for accountants. How are these attacks happening to remote workers? With more remote workers, there's been an increase in VPN use, which of course is something we recommend, and we do have articles on that topic as well on the website. Um, that, um, that is a security tip that we recommend. Um, but we're now seeing the increase in vishing. And once scammers are able to grab employee credentials through their vishing attack, um, they take that information, the, the, the mind the victim company database for their customers' personal information to leverage in other attacks. The monetizing method varied depending on the company, but was highly aggressive with a tight timeline between the additional breach and the disruptive cash out scheme. Of course, what's interesting about that, uh, we recently published an article talking about how sometimes the time from breach to monetization takes a while. So in this methodology, they're moving really quickly. And of course, your customer data is at risk. And especially for people in the accounting uh, vertical, our accountant listeners, this is something really to keep top of mind. Um, so, but how do they get those credentials to begin with? The reported methodology is quite elaborate. According to the officials, the initial steps of this vishing campaign followed a common thread. Actors registered domains and created phishing pages, duplicating a company's internal VPN login page. Also, capturing two-factor authentication or one-time passwords. And then of course they made it look like it was legit, including SSLs and all those different things. So keep that in mind, just because it looks real doesn't mean it is real. And Andrew Lassis of course talked about um, the Microsoft example. We were just using that uh, company as an example. Um, and you know, they spell Microsoft wrong or they have the O um, the O's are zeros or the S is a Z or something like that. Um, so it looks close if you're not paying 100% attention or you're just skimming it, which is what we, we all do, let's be honest. Um, but we do need to be village, uh, uh, we need to be very sure we're looking at the thing correctly. And now as they are attacking two-factor authentication, that can be a real problem. Because, right, that's our fallback. Uh, as Andrew mentioned, when there is, um, when somebody gets your password, um, but they can't get in without 2FA because that's on your device. Um, but in this case, the actors then compiled dossiers on employees at the specific companies using mass scraping of public profiles on social media platforms. 
recruiter and marketing tools, publicly available background. Actors first begin, this is still according to the officials uh, at the FBI and um, at the uh, at CISA, I think that's how you say that. Um, actors first began using unattributed voice over internet protocol numbers to call targeted employees on their personal cell phones and later began incorporating spoof numbers of other offices and employees in the victim company. The actors used social engineering techniques and in some cases posed as members of the victim company's IT help desk, using their knowledge of the employee's personally identifiable information, including name, position, duration, and company and home address, to gain the trust of the targeted employees. The actors then convinced the targeted employee that a new VPN link would be sent and required their login including a two-factor authentication. The actor logged the information provided by the employee and used it in real time to gain access to corporate tools using the employee's account. So some employees actually would approve the two-factor authentication, which is another thing, you know, people be aware who you're talking to. Uh, Two-factor authentication certainly does not help if um, it's used to enable the scammers and the criminals. Um, How do you prevent phishing attacks? Vishing attacks. Um, Here are some tips from the federal officials. Restrict VPN connections to managed devices only. Um, Use mechanism like hardware checks or installed certificate. User input alone should not be enough to access the corporate VPN. So that should take care of the two-factor authentication problem. Restrict VPN access hours where applicable to mitigate access outside of allowed times. Uh, depending on what your business is, that could present problems uh, where applicable. That's where that applies here. Uh, you know, some companies, they work around the clock. Some people work irregular hours. And especially as people are working at home, uh, it's not as much about nine to five as it is about uh, getting the job done, for example. Employee domain monitoring to track the creation of or changes to corporate brand name domains. Um, Actively scan and monitor web applications for unauthorized access modifications and unusual activities. Employ the principle of least privilege and implement software restrictions, policies, or other controls. Monitor authorized user access and usage. Consider using a formalized authentication process for employee-to-employee communication made over the public telephone network, where a second factor is used to authenticate the phone call before sensitive information can be discussed. Certainly, these are all barriers to being efficient, but uh, they're necessary because if, if we're not being safe and things happen, uh, it's even much harder to be efficient and get anything done because now you have to deal with all these um, security breaches. Um, Improve top two-factor authentication and OTP messaging to reduce confusion about employee authentication attempts. How common are these attacks to begin with? Um, They are common and they are trending up. In the 2019 Internet Crimes Report, which we covered on the website as well, phishing attacks are listed in the most common Internet crimes category along with phishing. In 2019, there were over 114,000 victims, 114,000, almost 115,000. And that's um, almost twice the amount of victims to the next category and almost three times from the next one down. 
Um, so it is common, it happens, and now we have the FBI and federal officials telling us that we need to be aware of an increase because we're all working at home and it things have changed. But there are ways not to fall victim. Victim, practice good information technology, security, and be wary of unsolicited phone calls. Don't give out personal information. Also limit what you post on um, social media. Keep in mind that a simple LinkedIn profile can actually be used as well um, to see where you worked and when you worked there and how long you've been with a company. Um, certainly, rush tax support can help you uh, stay safe. Um, we have a free written uh, security information plan that we can send to you. Uh, we can do an audit for you as well and, of course, help your company stay safe and stay secured and don't fall victim to a vishing or phishing or whatever attack is coming next. Uh, you can call us at 888-965-0171, 888-965-0171. And you can always email us support at rushtechsupport.com or on our website, rushtech.online forward slash contact. Thanks for listening. Episode 12 will be here before we know it. Um, if you like the episode, feel free to stop crunching numbers for a second and crunch the subscribe button. We're available on all the podcast channels and many episodes are also published on our YouTube channel. Just search for Rush Tech Support. Thanks for listening. Until next time.